You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. Where the hell are you supposed to be? No, rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. It's raining outside. No. So it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Because you need to. It how it needs to be. It's fine. Just go ahead. Anyways, Fresh Meat Two. We never. We didn't cover Fresh Meat One. Probably will someday. But Fresh Meat Two. Um, important note: format is different than any other season they've done, where they have a certain amount of vets who essentially draft pick their partners. And these partners are pulled from people who were going to be on the challenge. Or not, I'm sorry. The real world. We're going to be on the cast on the real world, but didn't make that cut that the challenge people did. Um, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So they, they pull from a cast of people who they almost put on the real world, but didn't end up putting on there. And then in this one, I can't remember how they did in Fresh Meat. The first one, did they do like a, they start the, se- they start the season out introducing who they are, but they give them like a, scouting report on them so they have them do like puzzles 40 yard dash um different tasks and show them like what they scored show the challengers what they scored so they can pick the fresh meat did they do that in the first one i never watched the first one you didn't oh well we gotta cover that then i just can't remember it's been a while since i've watched the first one uh so they do that and then they give like a random pick of who um who gets to of the challengers who gets of the vets who gets to pick first. And it's, I believe it's Darrell gets the first pick. Yeah. He picks Cara. He picks Cara Maria. Rookie season Cara, by the way. Rookie season Cara, which I want to talk about that for a second. Starting with the rookie class. I want to make the argument that this is the best rookie class for girls that they've ever had. Simply. And only reason is you have two legends coming out of this one. Yeah. Cara, Laurel, Mandy, Teresa. Oh, I forgot Mandy's. Yeah, Mandy. Mandy has her time, but she's not in the class of those two. But they're but they're good mainstays yeah. for a handful of seasons. And Teresa is also on here. Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah, on Teresa's on there. But I, but yeah, and Teresa, Teresa, I think in a couple of seasons gets gypped. But she's she's also yeah. This has got to be one of the best. We'll have to go through as we go through the seasons. But this has got to be one of the best rookie classes of girls together. The guys, I'm. I feel like I'm safe to say they're trash. Um. Brandon. Vinny, Brandon, those are the only ones that are like mainstays that actually stay. Yeah, Brandon's okay. Uh, Vinny, yeah, Vinny's, Vinny's something. Let's leave it at that. He's something. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's one other who does a couple. Of, Luke. Is that Tyrese? Luke. Is that Tyrese's first season too? Not Ty. No, 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 no. I'm thinking He's not of a... the wrong person. No, I can't. Tyrese on the season. Um, I'm surprised actually they didn't. I think his name's is it Noir? Jen's part. Yeah. Jen's part. Noor. Noor. He's pretty decent, and they didn't. Ha- he, I mean, either he just didn't do it, or they just didn't have him back. But either way, he was good. Yeah, he was a good. I like the format. He's very it, quiet. Yeah, he's quiet. No, for that purpose. But I'm talking like challenges. He was. I mean, seemed good. Yeah, seemed good. But the format of Fresh Meat is cool, and. It introduces a lot of new ones, obviously, but the to start out, the ultimate dumb move 
had to come from Kenny, right? So we start with the first episode and it's pretty much Kenny. Somehow Wes convinces Kenny to go along with his plan to yeah. get Darrell out because Darrell on Fresh Meat 1, for those who haven't seen it, Darrell throws Wes into like every elimination, every exile. And that's where like Wes's legend is kind of born as he's, he wins, I think five. Yeah. Five of them, right? He goes to the final that year. I'd have to go yeah. back and watch. He was but... in more than half of the exiles. Yeah, he was paired up with Casey that season. But he convinces him to throw in Durrell the first challenge. What do you think about this? Durrell and Cara Maria paired up in a season. Like, if you look at it today. It's, yeah. That's Elite. amazing. I mean, that yeah. team is, it's, it's what you put in an all-stars season. It's what you put yeah. in, like, a if you're going to make a legend season, that's the pair you do. And they get eliminated first. Yeah. First. That's crazy. I mean, Kara's not into her. Kara's not in her, like, Kara's still in her time where she was kind of awkward. She's all talking about her horse still. That's like her first couple of seasons. All she does is talk about her horse. <laughs> that, no, you're right. That is absolutely what she does. But there's a, there's a point in the season when, or in that episode, that actual episode, where Kenny kind of realizes what he did. I don't know if Darrell says something to him, but Darrell's like, I don't understand why Kenny's doing what he's doing. He said, he's at, like, I get wanting at some point to get Darrell out of the game. Yeah, Darrell tells him, Darrell's like, I just hope you know you're next after this. Like, yeah, well, you Darrell, you're you going home. <laughs> yeah, and so Kenny realizes his mistake. Who do they go against in that elimination? Jill and Pete, right? Yes, um, yes, it was Jill. It was Jill. That's, I mean, that's something we can, we can talk about a little more later, but Jill, why really good too. both of them like why has like jill jill had been on seasons before pete's the rookie right yeah pete should have been on another season he is so good i loved watching him and he was entertaining yeah i don't that's that is one guy i forgot about i i don't understand where or who dropped the ball or maybe he was just i mean you never know some of these people just decide to go on to their own life but yeah true uh yeah pete would have been a a really good challenger going forward. So that was a surprise that they didn't have him again. But in that season, yeah, he it's it ends up being in that fresh meat season once after the first elimination. Um it ends up being pretty much Kenny and Laurel with Jill and Pete against everyone. Yeah. And then Ryan Ryan and Jen are the moles. They're playing both sides. Yeah. I was gonna say Ryan and Jen played perfect seasons. Mm-hmm. They deserve, they honestly deserve to be in the final. Yeah. They, and I know you can't, of the finalists, obviously you're not going to, we have to get to Landon because I have a lot to say about Landon this season. But I also do I. You can't take anyone out of that final, but like if anyone deserved, like Ryan politically mm-hmm. played a almost damn near flawless game. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Because he got himself out of like four eliminations that technically people asked for him. Yeah. And Wes maneuvered it and he maneuvered it with Wes playing both sides, Kenny and Wes on the house, that it um it ended up working his favor. I mean, that was impressive. That yeah. And it was so upsetting that those were the two teams that they had to go against each other. I didn't want them to like I didn't want it to be a for sure one of those teams aren't making it because they deserve to be there. They played such a good game. Yeah. 
That was upsetting. I don't think – I honestly think they finished probably fourth. I mean, third or fourth. I don't think they win it. But to just to be there would have mm-hmm. been – they deserved it. Yeah. And then you have the uh, – uh, God, Kenny – yeah. Kenny's hilarious. Kenny's <laughs> he's so great. So good. I have I think I know what you're gonna say. No, but One it's of the... the Mr. Beautiful comments always oh. and then the uh he turns down Teresa, right? She literally yeah. says on camera, on camera, she's like, yeah. I'm deciding between you and Wes, and I have a preference. And he said, Who is it? She said, You. And then she he turns her down. So then she goes to Wes <laughs> and Wes's open arms. <laughs> which uh, I mean, Teresa's really good. And Wes in this season has the dominating house. I think, especially the season coming after, I mean, this coming after right after Ruins and yeah. getting railroaded by the entire alliance that was there. Yeah. Kenny, I mean, for the most part, Johnny, Kenny, and um, Evan. Evan. Yeah, Evan. Pretty much railroading him the entire time he was there. He kind of flips the script on Kenny, but. Difference being in this, Kenny has li- probably the greatest female challenger that's ever competed in the game. Oh, hands and down. Wes and Mandy just, Mandy just, I mean, in the final, and whenever Wes does get eliminated, Mandy's not the one to blame. Wes is the one to blame. But yeah. Mandy ultimately, like, she was not the anchor that he thought she was going to be because he talks about it. He doesn't think they're the best team. He's not, Wes isn't delusional in that way. Right. So it's, for most of the season, it's obviously Kenny versus Wes, and Kenny realizes it eventually, but they go on like a three, four-week winning streak, yeah. I think, or like challenge winning streak where they win the challenge so they can't throw them in because they win. And they keep – and they get the they get to make the order, which is yeah, a huge thing every week. Exactly. That's they, another – go ahead. Who do they face in uh, elimination? Because they, they go into – oh, Sarah. They put Sarah and Vinny Sarah. in. Sarah, yeah. Because yeah, they were working together. So they put Sarah, got, go ahead. They put Sarah and Vinny in there, and then Laurel and Kenny pretty much. I mean, they didn't dominate because it was they won the exile. Yeah. But the exiles are next level eliminations. Brutal. Those are like the, those are like mini finals. I think the one with the backpack is not terrible, but the one with the buckets is oh yeah. Terrible. That'd be awful. And you don't know, it looked like they carry it for a good distance. Yeah. It's not like a short amount of time. Go back to uh, talking about Kenny getting all the being able to put the teams in order. I got one of his one liners that just made me LOL whenever he said it. He said, All right, in today's order, we'll go dickhead, 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 Kenny Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, dude, he takes out eventually, like one by one, he takes out every member of their alliance. Yeah. yeah. Because let's go through the alliance that they that Wes puts together. Wes and Mandy. Yes. Uh, they have like one member. When to go back to when they're picking teams, there's one guy Luke left with no partner, and they bring in Evelyn, which is he got very lucky on that one. Yeah. So then Kenny and Wes, or I'm sorry, Kenny, Wes and Mandy, Evelyn and Luke, um, CJ and I forget who his partner is. Oh, what's oh, name? Pr- um, Sandy. I think her name's Sandy. Sandy. Yeah, I think it's Sandy. Yes, Something it is like Sandy. That. It's Sandy. Yeah. No, that's that's um, that's not CJ's partner. That is his. It's someone I have a big spiel to go on, but it's uh, what's his name? Um, 
It's on, it's on his real world season. Austin, uh, this is going to kill me. Because CJ's the one who is. Oh, Melinda. No, what? Melinda, no, what? Melinda's not on the season. Melinda's not on the oh, season. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about a guy. I'm going to have to look this up. Danny. You're talking about Danny? Danny. Danny. Danny it's Danny, Danny and uh, Sandy. Yeah. And then I don't know who CJ's partnered with. I forget her name because she's not on another one. I can't remember her name. Either. And uh, then Landon have, ends up being in West's Landon Alliance. Landon and Carly, um, Brandon and Caitlin. That's Kate, a that's they're a, a fl- they're a floater. They weren't on an alliance, really. Caitlin is weird. She's an odd duck. That's putting it lightly. She's she's an odd one. Uh, who else was it? I think that was was that all the the alliance. There was a lot of floaters. There was floaters. And a lot of people that were floaters. teams no, kind of like Brandon because Brandon didn't really belong to an alliance. He just got picked off easily. Speaking of Caitlin, though, this is where her and Sarah's rivalry become, comes to it's, be. And it's actually so comical because it's just because it's Sarah, you know, good, sweet girl comes up and says, I am so right. You prove my mom right. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. be the first my one. My mom was so right. It's such a my like. Boys. It's such a petty rivalry. Like they're so on, stupid. they're partners on rivals because of that. Like, come on, right? Like that's just free. Those are the part, like the pairs where they're just reaching. Like, yeah, because they wanted Sarah to be on the season, and right. she doesn't. Nobody hates. No Sarah. one hates her. She's all gets along with everyone, except for. Let me give you guys a scenario. So put so Landon. Whenever Wes comes up to Landon to make him a deal, put yourself in Landon's shoes. Do you take that deal with Wes, knowing who he is? No. Because he Wes, they screw him over in the end. They end up not in the end. Towards the end, they end up tossing him in. So I think he was he erred in um, he erred in not realizing who what Kenny like what kind of force Kenny and Laurel would end up being. Which it's hard to see that from afar because you think about it. If Kenny loses one or two of those dailies. Just by number's sake, he the odds of him coming back out of how many exiles is lower True. than like a fresh team. Because these, I mean, you got to think these exiles take a toll on people. You saw how Jen and um, her partner were like gassed in the final. Like it was yeah. like over before it was even started for them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Well, they to- had to do, Jen and Nor, they went from the long obstacle course challenge yep. to doing the elimination right into the final that yeah that's where i thought there should have there the way they played it out was it was like two it was like two days total that yeah. like same day as challenge elimination and then next day final like that's how yeah. that's how they painted it to be that is brutal that is nuts and there's no i mean there's no wonder that they finished where they finished because of that but i to answer your question i don't now knowing Wes, I would not have taken the deal in Landon's shoes, but I think him looking at the numbers that Wes had, like from the outside, I mean, it made sense. The deal made sense yeah. because it's going to carry you to a, for a long point. And if you think you have a good enough team to win some challenges, then it's really going to make a difference towards the end when they're trying to pick you off. Yeah. Yeah. It, to Wes's credit, he played the beginning of that game so well. Oh, yeah, for sure. And even um, I don't know what I was gonna say just now. Forget what I I had no point. Well, let me let us know if you remember that. Yeah. But uh, 
as they go on, as Kenny continues to win, Wes and Evelyn try to they they clearly, especially Evelyn. Evelyn has like a deep seated hatred for Kenny. And yeah. yeah, you I mean it's bleeds through the screen. And she's I do sort of feel bad for Evelyn in the sense of I don't she's hard to root for for me personally on this season because she's just so arrogant. Same with Wes in the season. He's always got that going on. But in this season, like paired with Luke, Luke is not a good competitor. Okay, I do. I <laughs> He is so positive. So, like Way too positive. Even, I mean, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but in the next season in Cutthroat, he is the same way when they lose yeah. the final in Cutthroat. He's like, oh, it's okay. We did our best. Like, come on, dude. Show some yeah. emotion. So, a different emotion besides joy. Yeah, then... Cause you put, you pour so much into it. And then if someone's like, it's okay, guys, it's all right. It's just like, if you go back, like, this is like the second challenge. I think they, uh, he pulls his, or he hurts his, he like pulls his hamstring or something. And he's talking out loud on the bus. He's like, I don't think my hamstring's going to be good. I think, I don't think I'm going to be able to be very good in elimination. Evelyn's like, dude, shut up. Everybody is hearing (laughs) on the bus. Can hear you? (laughs) Cause they win. So, yeah, Evelyn goes into a couple um, exiles. She take she. The first one is pretty early, and it's that one, I think. And then she goes into one with. uh, Towards the end. With Wes. She she beats Wes, and then she ends up losing to Landon. Yes. But she played, I mean, once the numbers got dwindled down and you saw Wes scrambling, like they end up putting, turning on his alliance. Which you'll mm-hmm. see this in when we watch Battle of the Seasons, but CJ holds harsh resentment towards Wes. Well, that's something I had written down here was CJ is the first victim towards Wes's like stereotypical sneakiness. Like eventually he's gonna throw somebody in his alliance because he can't carry everybody to the final. He's gonna screw somebody over, and CJ was the first victim. Yeah. Even though they didn't actually have to compete in the elimination because Brandon Drink a beer. The for you. Or the, the day, morning the, morning the morning of. of. Yeah, I was drinking a beer, and so they couldn't go see that the was exile. Hilarious. That was, I thought that was smart on um, CJ. And I think Wes was partly behind it, is like Brandon allowing them, like them planning, because Caitlin couldn't compete as, right. for those that didn't like watch it, she breaks her leg, or not breaks her leg, she bruises her knee or something, and can't really compete. So they were going to let, uh, CJ and his partner go through the exile just to get an idea of what it was like in case they actually were thrown into it. They had like somewhat of an advantage, but it doesn't work out because Brandon ends up drinking the day, the morning of a beer. And so they don't let him compete. And then they go back to the house and CJ and his partner spread lies about the exile, trying to make them their value more important, which I understand if Wes is already smart over once, like, yeah, it's really smart to do actually. It was a smart move. They just weren't consistent about it. And Wes kind of like sniffs that out. Yeah. He, Wes in this game, like this type of season for me is what sets Wes. And I know we talked about it a little bit on a past episode. It's what put, it's it's what puts Wes in my book in the legend conversation because he doesn't, it ends up backfiring in his face because like I said, Kenny, got paired with one of the greatest girls to ever compete. And Kenny's not a slouch competitor either. 
Kenny at the time is one of the top guys and he comes in with this rookie girl who nobody knows who flash forward one of the scariest female forget about female let's take gender out of it she's one of the scariest humans on the challenge you talk to any man you listen to any like Evelyn no um Laurel Laurel, oh Laurel's yeah yeah Kenny's partner so but the way Wes plays this season politically and the way he's got everything he's intertwined in literally everything of the way the house goes the way the politics go even the way Kenny decides things it's impressive he is probably the best okay maybe bananas could be better he is probably the best manipulator of the house in terms of he is he can pull his pull whatever he needs to pull especially when he has the numbers sometimes even without the numbers that there ever has been on the challenge i think no i agree i think he plays what like the best social game because he knows what he's doing yeah and it's, he I mean, comes it, with his pre-made a lot like he has people like already on his back like world of worlds two for or yeah two for example like already had people on the uk side that he just met well like yeah. he has like i mean that screwed him over in the end but like it is like he's smart yeah he in this one, like the way he's able to somehow convince everyone, because these are people who still have played with him before. So it's not like they don't know. I mean, it's mm-hmm. early in his challenge career. So it's not like they don't know his game, but he is able to convince them. And I wanted to, for a second, um, there is a kid, there is a person in this show who I'm trying to think of a class he's going to fall on. Cause I want to do, I want to do an episode where we just talk about, challengers who think they're way better than they actually are and who talk oh, yeah. up the way that danny is <laughs> cringe in every time he is on the screen i don't care if it's in a challenge or if it is his talking heads it's cringe it's cringy as anything i've ever seen because he talks like he's this great challenger and has this great experience but dude shits the bed every time I know Sydney is gonna thinking the same thing right now because I think me and her already talked about this. But in the in the first episode, whenever he talks to her, oh, asks her, he's like, "Can you run or something?" And she's like, "What does she or say?" No, he's like, like, "He said, can you jump off a building if you have to?'" And she says, "I do that for fun." And he and laughs and he goes, "No, I'm serious." Yeah. So like such a badass, and he's yeah. like, "All right, I'll take her." Like, <laughs> okay, I sent a Snapchat of that to Gavin and you, and I was like, "What is happening?" What a hard ass. He's done nothing ever like impressive on the challenge at all. And he gets, and even later in the season, he flakes out. He starts freaking out about everything. <laughs> he ends up being a liability for his alliance. And that's why he ends up getting thrown into the exile. But yeah, still- him and him and Brandon have this huge like physical altercation because Danny's just being a douche. I mean, it's what yeah, it and ends up knocking Wes's head on the yeah. range or something on the freaking oven. <laughs> He throws food at Wes's face when he's talking to him. <laughs> it was so stupid. He his yeah, he's a lot li- he was definitely a liability in this. And then he acts surprised when like Wes is like, dude, I I can't keep you, like I can't protect you anymore. Like yeah. you're not part of this alliance, like you're gonna be the crumb. I mean, it ends up crumbling on itself anyways. But yeah, he his care his I just had to get that out there because he's in, I think he's in one more season. Battle of the season. Yeah, of the, of the challenge. Oh. But in his past ones, dude, it's just, it's all right, man. Like, you're not, 
you're not in the class that you think you are. It's just one of those guys who thinks he's in the class. He thinks he's in this upper tier of challengers. Because he's friends with big names. And it's what it is. He's friends yeah. with Wes, and that's where but he is. But you also, like, if you haven't, sorry. If you haven't, you have to watch their real world season. I'm not kidding. It's one of my favorites, and he is such an arrogant prick on the show. Like, how he is on the challenge is exactly how he is on the show. It's cringy to watch. The whole him and Melinda thing, you would be like, what? Yeah. I'm going to talk about a couple of, like, pretty, I think some pretty good challenges in the season, dailies at least, like the uh, the log challenge when they had to push the logs in opposite directions. That's that's the best daily of this season, I think. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, where there were, yes, where it's like the long, are you talking about the long, uh, like where they're, it's like an X almost shape yeah. that they mm-hmm. have and they're pushing with their partner? Yes. Yeah, okay. I love that challenge. That is, that's a good. Well, no, don't they? They have to pair up, right? Like, yeah. Wes and Kenny are able to make a, or not Wes and Kenny. Um, Kenny's able, Kenny and Laurel are able to make the order because they won. And so they can pick a team to go with them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, and that was impressive by Kenny and um, Pete, Pete because that first one they faced Landon. Was it Landon? Wasn't Landon? Landon. It was Landon and what? No, it was Landon and who's the other guy? Because Wes and CJ were together. Yeah, and they end up. Someone ends up letting them win, but it was, it, I, I can't think, remember. But I know what you're talking about. But they it goes like an hour and a half. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's a battle. That was that. You're right. That was a good one. The and then the obstacle course challenge, the last challenge. I love. I love that kind of challenge. That was cool. Even though it's really long and whatever, I like that kind of stuff. I just, I wish they do those earlier in the season because you get. I mean, everyone's gonna exhausted, but. You don't. I don't think you see the best of everyone in a final. True. To be honest, yeah. So, I mean, I, I I'm with you. I like the long challenges because you see it throughout seasons when they go. There's always this long one that they have to do. But I like the obstacle course. The one that I, I, I mean, I just kept rewatching because it was just comical. Was it was the one where they all of them, pretty much all of them are in water. Very few of them are not in water, and that water looked cold as tits. Yeah. Where is this season? Canada. They're in Canada. Was it British Canada? British Columbia. Yeah. Okay, because it's this next one where they're in Czech Republic, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So they're they have to jump off of a pier, swim to like crawl up where these balls are. They're like real odd shaped up this like inclined wall. Each team has to go and they climb and they're like you grab onto it and there's like footing, but there's spaces in between each like Oh large ball against Caitlin and Caitlin. Oh yeah, yeah. Caitlin crawling up it. <laughs> that was so and funny. I don't know if it's she's just not strong enough. I don't know what the case is. But she, she first of all she's complaining because her helmet. I can't see. I can't see. And Landon, Landon puts his. <laughs> Landon, he's like. Landon doesn't. Landon makes fun of her. But like someone on the sideline, I think it's Jen. It's like then lift it up. Like what? What are you doing? Lift up your helmet if you can't see. <laughs> And so she's crawling, and at one point she gets to like the middle, and it's like painful to watch. And so she slides down. The dealers, I'm trying to give, I'm trying to paint a picture for people listening. It's an <laughs> inclined wall with these, like it's like Big. they're they're balls that are like sticking out. It's like a, it's almost like a a tumor. What it looks like on a wall, like multiple, yeah. like it literally is sticking out of the wall. And it's like you have to use these, but she hits every one of them coming down like a, it's like a pinball machine. It's yeah. like she's the, the ball in, in the pinball and just hitting everything going down. 
it's, and that's how she gets hurt, right? That's I'm how she gets sure. hurt. Yes. Yeah. It's comical. I, I honestly think she it was just her pride that got hurt. And someone says that. <laughs> but that was like painful to watch because they because the way she had talked in the house, she's like this like awesome challenger. She's into like uh jujitsu, all this stuff, and then she does this, and yeah. That was that was hilarious to watch. But yeah, the uh the dailies were you're right you're right they're impressive there really wasn't aside from challenges there really wasn't any huge altercations danny was involved in a cup in a couple but jen and mandy oh my gosh i'm sorry i'm wrong jen and mandy she oh, yeah. how did she not get kicked out that is that's like it's just i think it's just early challenge they, they weren't as serious about that but she straight up punches her in the face I, yeah i'm no, pretty that sure doesn't, that doesn't even make sense though because um tina gets kicked off for punching beth in the face like seasons oh, before that so i that's why i was confused too I'm but like, is it more aggressive is it a more of an aggressive altercation they're standing in front of each other talking just like they were and she says beth and she says tina i don't know beth and then she just punches her it literally goes down exactly how the mandy and J- or jen situation did it's weird that's it is weird i don't know yeah, that I forgot. I totally forgot about that one. But it seemed like, uh, aside from some random altercations, um, kind of a chill, I guess, chill house because everyone kind of knew how the game worked. Yeah, this this, this isn't really an altercation between two people, but like some some kind of term, a little bit of conflict is whenever uh, when Evelyn and Luke lose the exile, whichever one they're oh, losing, yeah. and You're she's right. like complaining about how Luke lost it for her and TJ. TJ calls her out here. and he's like uh, i've never seen anyone act like a five-year-old on this uh sorry luke but you gave it your all or something like that dude i loved when he yeah. called her out that was so good dude, she's like chucking rocks in the background yeah. like chucking rocks into off this mountain like okay you lost it I, to her credit a little bit though you're right with the luke luke needs to chill out the positivity when he's losing yeah like just no, take but- it be like done but she lost that for them because she told them not. She told not to Luke, let's You're not right. do the puzzle. She yeah. for sure lost. It was her fault. And she tries to blame it on him, but it's definitely her. Yeah, they should have stopped and done that puzzle. That, You're right. Because I think because Carly's dying. Car, there's one point in that la, one of those last eliminations where it's Landon, Carly versus um, Evelyn and Luke, where Carly looks like she's actually a zombie. Like yeah. she looks no, like I thought. Nothing. I don't know how like, they want. Like I really. Sincerely, didn't think she could win a final. I don't know how. chewing ice. I'm sorry. I didn't addiction. I didn't think like when I've like I've seen this season before, but when I rewatched it, I was like, "Oh wow, does Carly like pass out? How do they?" Because I knew Landon won, and I was like, "Does Carly pass out in this final in this exile?" But then she didn't. I was like, "Oh wow." The look in her eye reminded me of like Polly when he's dying on the final. Yeah, that's literally what she looks like. It's exactly the same. But Kenny, I did, go okay. ahead, because I was going to move on. I was going to say, I didn't, in the final, I didn't think, like, I was like, wow, Carly and Landon are really win this final. I mean, I can't imagine that Laurel and Kenny don't win it, because Carly seems like, if it's basically Laurel versus Carly, because yeah. Landon and Kenny can keep up with their girls, and Carly beats Laurel, basically, in, in, in essence. Yeah, that one was... Uh... Shocker because, um, I mean, Kenny and West, Kenny, I keep saying Kenny West, Kenny and Laurel dominate dailies. I mean, they dominate the season because yeah. they completely obliterate whatever West had going. 
They end up putting Wes against Evelyn, his number one, and blow up that alliance completely. And then pretty much for the last, like, what, four episodes, four or five episodes, they run the game. I mean, it's lit- it's what they want, and it's how mm-hmm. it, it's flawless. Like, the way yeah. Kenny played that game, the way Kenny just – Kenny at one point just had to win. I mean, that's, that's the only way. He didn't have the numbers. They always say it's a numbers game. It's not a numbers game when you're winning. And he said that. He said that for a while. He was like, it's win or go in for me because I don't have the numbers. Yeah. And somehow he is able to help. and Like, Jill and Pete are able to stay afloat enough to go. And well, they went into – Definitely two, yeah. maybe three. Definitely two. And then Jen and uh, Jen and Ryan, their two teams end up moving over to Kenny's side once they see where the numbers is going. Oh yeah, in one of those deliberations, Ryan is literally making a deal with Wes, and then after the deliberation, he's with Kenny talking to his alliance. I mean, it's like two minutes Wait. difference, and he flips like that. And I don't know if Kenny knew about it. Wes knew about it. Wes knew he was a double. Wes knew he was playing both sides. Same with Jen. Yeah, Kenny knows because at one point in the game, he's like saying who's on whose side, and he says Ryan and Jen are kind of just in the middle, and like no one really knows if who's their act. Yeah, but but Wes knows. Right. He's Wes working knew. with Wes, but also he's like right. He's Wes pretending knew, that. But like I don't know. Kenny just said he knew that he was also kind of with Wes, kind of with them, but not like a definite but then he makes his decision i think wes underestimated kenny early in this season because you even hear one i think one of wes's talking heads whenever he votes in luke and evelyn instead of voting in wes and mandy he says uh what does he say uh kenny is evolving he's becoming smarter as a challenger or something like that right like he underestimated how smart kenny actually was yeah and I think, but speaking of underestimating, I think Wes also underestimated Ryan and Jen because I think he thought, oh, I'm going to have them doing this and then I'm going to fuck yeah. them over. They're going to be the teams that I screw over. Yeah. And they got them before he could get them. Yeah, I that's why them. That's why I'm. That's why I think they played the perfect games. I mean, Jen more than Ryan because she made it to the final at least, but yeah. she played the perfect game. And then we'll see this in a couple, the f- next few seasons because she goes to three finals in a row. Yeah. She's good, but she also has – she's good, but she also has all – like, she usually has guys always having her back. She always got herself in a good – No, but she, that's that's her politically playing – No, yeah. Because she's played that. When you watch her seasons, that's how she plays it. She reminds me of Nani. Nani wishes. I can agree with that. What? You. <laughs> you. He needs to stop hating on Nani because Nani is actually, I get it. She's tiny and stuff. She hasn't won whatever, but she actually is definitely underestimated. And she plays the same kind of game that Jen always did. They do play very similar of a game. Yes, Yes, but I'm not, I'm not a Nani hater. I really like Nani. I just think Jen would wipe the floor with Nani. Yeah, I didn't say she wouldn't. I don't know. You've, I don't feel like we've seen either. You mean in like a, in an elimination type thing or like an actual yes. like no, fight? No, I, I guess when I, when I'm talking about, I mean, in like, in like a head, in like a banger elimination. That's what I'm thinking. Well, yeah, but I don't think either one of them are world beaters in a banger elimination. That's fair. Maybe I'm, I have a, I might have just a different view of Nani just from the past couple seasons. I think you're, I think you're hyping Jen up a little more than she deserves. Like she's good, especially in these, these, the stretched right here because she does go to three finals in a row, but I know. I'll take that one. It's I'll take that out. It's not all performance based. I do. I mean, I do think Jen politically is as good as Nani. 
I, I would, I would say that. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the, I mean, we're kind of moving forward, but that's, that is a Nani trait is Nani yeah. is probably one of the best girl political players that's and ever that's played the exactly game. Exactly. What I For was sure. saying, I don't think yeah. they're the same physically wise, but I think like the social game, they're so much alike. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just the fact that Mandy literally punched the lights or not Mandy. Maybe it's cause Jen punched the lights <laughs> out of Mandy that I'm just thinking like, she's this physical force. Cause she, dude, she scared me in that altercation. Yeah. Like watching that. Yeah. You guys, you know yeah. what? I'll take it. I, but I think personally, just from not watching Nani over the years, real world and everything, Nani's fiery as hell. She's just smart enough not to hit someone and get kicked off the show. That's the difference. Nani would definitely, I think, I believe she definitely would hold her. I think, I think. Raised in a, the fiery Latino family, watching her on the real world. Are you kidding me? She has a fiery like side to her. I think in terms of the challenge, Nani and Jin are as close to the same challenger as you can get politically and physically. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. We can have this side conversation for a second because I'm, I'm interested. They've accomplished the same amount. Here's the deal. Things. Gavin, when you end up watching Battle of the Seasons, especially Battle of the Seasons, she kind of chills out because that's her first season. Nani is more of a, from what I can see, when the cameras are around, act tough. Jen is about that action 24-7. In my mind. I don't think Nani... Now, listen. I could be completely wrong. I don't think Nani is one that would throw hands. Especially with, like, a Jen. Yeah, I think it... Could not be- in the challenge. Not in the show. I think she's smarter exact, than that. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I think personality-wise is different. Jen, yeah, she's fiery all the time. But Nani has, like a sweet side to her which i don't think is a bad thing like nani actually has a sweet genuine side to her more genuine and sweet than jen is i think i think jen's more of just like a not in a bad way not in a calling her a bitch in a bad way but she's just kind of like a bitch like she's whatever nani can be a bitch but she's also really cool really nice this conversation is bringing up too many thoughts of me getting off on a tangent so let's cut it off let's let's move on Move on. I'll put a disclaimer in so everyone knows this is it. Or you can or we can just cut this all out. Or you could save it. We can cut it and save it for something else if you want, but whatever. Yeah. Uh uh this season, I think, aside from the Kenny and West, which is which the Kenny and West storyline um dominates most of the season. Uh because obviously it's the two Kenny keeps winning. If it's if Kenny doesn't win, it's a, it's not a, it's a non-story. And it's just West dominating, but Kenny keeps winning and it causes, continues to cause issues until West's, like we said, West's alliance crumbles. I think the, this season showed me, cause I always hear, especially I've heard Jordan say it multiple times when they have like a go of the challenge conversation, a name that always gets brought up whenever I, I hear it, almost every conversation of people who have been on the challenge with them is Landon. And this season I would dare say if Carly is paired with anyone else, any other guy, they're gone week two. Yeah. Or they're gone challenge two, whatever, or early. Because Landon in this one wills her to that first exile win, mm-hmm. right? Wills her against uh, in the final, wills her in everything. She, he is a beast mm-hmm. in everything he does, in everything he does in this season. It's incredible to watch. I wish like his the way he, especially towards the end of the season, once the Kenny and West thing kind of blows up, and he's part. I mean, he's shrapnel of it because he was with Wes, but he's the one left standing. And after that happens, 
he just goes, he just dominates. It's, I mean, it's incredible to watch because he's the way he, it's not even politically because he can't do anything politically. His back's against the wall, just like it was with Kenny. He just has to win. And he is, doesn't care. He gets the last, he gets the last pick, right? In the, like at the beginning, Carly's the last pick of the girls, correct? I think he's, he's either the last pick or one of the last. Yeah, he's in, he's a late pick that he gets. Yeah. Here. But yeah, he and he's like such a nice guy, at least from when it comes up on. Is this his team. only win? He's won another season, right? I because then I'd have to go back and watch. I'd have to go back. I and think he has because is if this is his only win, is it? Duel he's not Dragons? in goat talk. If this is his only win, right? I'm I sorry. I know he was on duel two and he killed that season, but I don't remember if he won or not. It was either him or Evan Bruce. wins duel. Evan wins duel two. Pretty he sure. Won duel two or duel one? I thought Evan won duel. West wins. West wins duel one. Duel one. Then it might. Be, it's Evan. I'm pretty sure Evan wins duel two. Because it's Evan and Rachel the win Inferno duel two. So Landon won the Inferno two, the Gauntlet two, and then Fresh Meat two. So everything. Okay, so he's a three three time champ. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely in. He's in the same conversation as Dorel when you talk about goats because Dorel won early challenges, but he hasn't done anything since. Yeah, which which later, which you can anyone watching the challenge who's been a fan can admittedly say the earlier ones are a lot easier. Not as significant. Yes. And not as significant. Yes. Very true. That's why I almost don't even I know it's West one dual one, but I don't consider it a huge win because it's an earlier one. It's getting it's like Right after all the like carnival games, that it gets into like actual challenges. This is not conversation for this podcast, yeah. but whatever. I think, well, I think he played a good season. I also think just if West does, I mean West West, we talked about it politically. This game is savvy, and you see with West politically, obviously played a great season. But I think if he does as many seasons as Bananas, he has more wins. Not more than Bananas, but he has more wins than he has now because. If you watch, he takes significant break from when Bananas does. He's not in free agents. He takes a significant break for a couple seasons. And I think if he stays in for as the long period of 20 seasons or 21 seasons, whatever Johnny's done now, we're talking about three or four wins. I can agree with that a little bit, but like if he's, he's in double agents and I know he gets screwed by the rest of the house, but he's in double agents with no yeah. Bananas. That's an opportunity to get a win. That's true. I'm not trying to be an anti-West because I do like West, but I just think he's second-tier goat. I'll say that. I can. I'd put him before CT. West before CT. CT. CT is arguably. You can argue CT better than Bananas. Come on. Um, no, but I just you can wanted, absolutely argue it. I just wanted to see what you guys would say. I obviously, don't mean that, but don't ever try to say CT is better than Bananas. Bro. You can argue it. You Why? can argue it. You're wild. CT won a challenge when he was 300 pounds. How about we do? Okay, let's do a go. Bananas wasn't there. He got kicked off and screwed over. We, we can, can literally do it right now if you want. I don't even care. We can do a goat conversation. No, like a legit sit down. You make your own, take your own notes. Do a goat conversation. For one episode. Okay. I mean, like legit, like female, male, have your arguments. Everyone gets a time. Describe why. Oh, I have some stuff that. I know Sydney's going to disagree with. What is Mount Rushmore? Five? Four. Four or five? Usually four. Usually four. four. So we'll go four girls, four guys, make your arguments, and then we can just have an open debate. Let's let's close out the podcast. We can cut all what we just said out. Close the thing out, and then we can keep talking a little bit about what we were just saying. 
so Landon, Landon at this, the end of the season really is dominant. I mean, it's impressive. It's incredible. It's really impressive. Honestly, watching him in the season, I forgot about it because some of the newer seasons I've seen obviously more recently. So you kind of forget about it because he doesn't, he doesn't come back on the show. Like this is his last season that he does, but he's his ending and the way he's able to, and it's just part of it is like, when does someone win with like a terrible partner? Because I mean, can you honestly like Carly is not a good partner. No, she. I she's mean, really not. She's really, and she's not. It's not like she helped with the puzzles in certain yeah. instances, which is good. I mean, it's it's an important trait to have. But like in the exiles, you have to have some kind of endurance. You have to have some kind of ability to carry weight for a long distance. And I think at one point when they're carrying the 160 or like whatever the weight was, maybe it was was maybe 160 is too much. I don't know what the weight they were carrying. There's a point where he's carrying all of it, and she's just yeah. carrying a bar. Yeah. And that he still wills them to win. That that I mean, this is I know you, this is what you've been saying, but that makes this win even more impressive because of how I'm. Not, I mean, I do like Carter. I wish she kind. I kind of wish she would have came back, but she's not. She's not physically a good competitor, and everybody they can agree on that. So it makes his win that much more impressive. Yeah, I agree. He and I, like I, I agree with you. I think she should have come back at least to. For, in some respect because i mean cara wasn't good in the beginning so you don't i mean you don't know what she could have turned out to be you don't know what could have happened but yeah he he's able to win this he's able to dominate this end of the season and like you think about it he plays a smart he plays under the radar with wes so he's in the midst of this alliance and finally eventually it's going to blow up and eventually kind of realizes what's going on he's able to kind of he wins and he's able to keep going but that in that last uh exile he's in you talked, you touched on it a little bit, Gavin, when you're talking about how Evelyn kind of lost it for him. He knows Carly's not going to, in a straight up race, I think towards the end of that, gonna they're not going to be able to beat Evelyn and Luke. So he yes. has them do that puzzle and she does nothing. I mean, she just kind of sits there and like, as he does it, but he does it because he knows the five minutes is going to make a difference. And it's such a smart play. I'd like to see. She looks at it and like laughs at it. Uh, Evelyn does. And he ends up winning. I'd like to see how close that was because the, they, they're showing, they have a timer ticking of how much yeah. time they have left to do it, but I don't know how accurate that was in terms of how it actually ended. I feel like they won slimly. I think so a, too, because I was watching that too, because even they had a timer, but then Evelyn was also counting like, yeah. as she was waiting. So yeah. that's, I want to know that too, like how close were they to getting there? Because I didn't. I would say probably under a minute of difference, yeah. like legit. Oh, for sure, because the timer had already started before they even got to drop their weight. Yeah, because Carly was walking at one point, not even a slight Literally run. Literally behind her, pushing her body. I was dead at that. Yeah. He's a beast, absolutely. I wish he he's someone that needs to be on All-Stars or this whole world, whatever. Like, he's one of the top male people that need to be on there. I, I can't see it. I just, I've never, I haven't heard him say anything about it. I just don't see it. But I like it, but I don't yeah, see it. should be on it. So to wrap up our Fresh Meat 2, was there anything else um, that kind of stuck out for you guys from the season to, to close it out? I don't – nothing big that sticks out. I just think, like, this is a very underrated season. If somebody's, like, trying to get into the challenge, it's a great season to start on. Uh, that's really it. I mean, this is a good season in terms of just – Oh. everything you want in a challenge. 
something I do want to point out. I just want to point out this is not probably not anything you guys are thinking about, and one part of it's from way later on seasons. But I just find the irony and how badly Teresa trashed and ran Nani's name through the mud on X's two for being a slut. But she literally tried to get with Ken Analyst. So I was thinking that when I was watching. I've never really been a Teresa fan. I think she's very, I think she's phony the way she acts and stuff. And no, I've just never been a Teresa fan. But I found that really ironic. I'm like, well, let's take a pick, like a look at your track record, bitch. Don't come for Nani. I don't have any problem with Teresa. I think she's interesting. And this is a good rookie season. The only well, half the, the house is a snake. Yeah, they're that's part of the game yeah, to me. I don't like it. Uh, the, the thing that sticks it. out, honestly, to me was we talked about it, but Wes's political savvy being on display and like he puts on a clinic of how to do it. Honestly, he does. And then Kenny's ability, like with Laurel, I mean, I part of it is you can't ignore the fact that Kenny wins those challenges with the best female competitor ever not to say anything bad about Kenny because Kenny does great too. And Landon, like there's three, there's three main things I took from this was Wes's political savvy. uh, Kenny's ability to stay afloat and like will his way through this season. And then Landon really proving really in this one, I have to go back and watch some of his other wins, but this is one of the most impressive like wins of a season that I've seen. I, yeah, as we go absolutely. through, we can like rank winners, whatever we want to do, if we want to do that. But this has to be up there simply because of what he had to go through towards the end, the way he played the game yep. throughout, and then his partner. Like, like you said, he yeah. pushes her up the mountain. Like Landon was, Landon was um, like a beast in this season, especially when he needed to be at the end. Mm-hmm. But that's 100% agree. That's all we have for Fresh Meat 2, I believe. Next season cover will be cutthroat what uh what ranking if you had to do like a we'll do we can do a ranking system going forward what ranking would you put this one out of ten this season uh 10 being rivals two and you haven't seen one battle of seasons definitely at least a seven for sure like i mean yeah how would you rank this season out of ten um I'm going to say a 6.7. Wasn't one of my favorites. I'd probably go I'd probably go solid 7 like you did. Yep. It was right it was it was a good season. Uh it was it the only thing I think it lacked if I'm looking at it and this is just I'm never going to be able to give a season a solid 10 unless Johnny's, unless on, Johnny's it. on it. I really even in his early stages for me now it had the good characters it had the heavy hitters it's not like it didn't but for me that's that adds something on top of it but this i mean it had everything you wanted it had a little bit of drama it had the political game it had great challenges it had interesting eliminations the entire setup of it was cool and i like you said fresh meat it's a cool idea and i thought they executed it well (laughs) all right that ends our final or our uh talk on rivals not rivals on uh fresh meat too